0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits conversation. Today, I would like to talk about how do you deal with someone who consistently complains? Who wants to start us off today?
1: In a a work environment, because the the personal at-home environment I'm slightly uncomfortable with, but in the work environment, as a line manager, you are fully entitled to give them feedback and tell them that hey, when you complain or you bitch about the company, um, that makes uh, other people feel a bit down or slows down work or has a negative impact on productivity. So please don't do that. So mm-hmm. I think in the by being able to give that, using that, that feedback model and then being able to give people that direct feedback, you can try and nip it in the bud quite quickly. And hopefully... It stops it, but it might reoccur and then you might have to give so more the, feedback.
0: What's the difference between complaining and being the squeaky wheel that needs to get something fixed?
1: I think it depends on how it, how that how it's done. So if you've got a, a strong performer who then makes an observation that something isn't working, mm. or you've got somebody who is now oh, the language is changing, bitches continually about the organization. Mm. And all the policies and or X Y Z departments. I think that's two slightly di- or no, very different scenarios. Not even slightly different. Mm. Would be my take.
2: Yeah, no, I would. I'm inclined to agree. Like if, if you would think that if it was sort of constructive and and you know if it, if it comes hand in hand with a so therefore we should do this you know something a bit with a positive upswing at the end of it then it's less complainy and it's more constructive and it's more sort of you know Mm. let's just make it better which is actually quite a positive sentiment whereas if it's all negative you know this sucks this is crap hate this this is rubbish full stop that's the end that's just complaining and it doesn't help anybody
0: Mm. yeah
3: yeah so i just heard that the tip is end with some positive aspect Not necessarily the the horrible feedback sandwich that i absolutely hate the idea of oh you must do a positive before the negative and then another positive after but just and we have some sort of uh, suggestion to go along with it not just oh this is horrible here is something that might help improve it feels like one way to shift it if we're on the delivering side and i was already going okay if i'm on the receiving end of those parts of feedback. Well, first off, reframing it internally as feedback and saying, this is not necessarily something I have to respond to negatively. It's something that I can take something useful from. And if I catch myself responding, my first step is, ooh, is that me? Or is that actually objective? Mm. Mm.
0: So then the question then comes if someone's coming to me complaining, not providing feedback, not being helped, but complaining, can I help them reframe it by asking for solutions or ideas or what they'd like to change? Is that a way to handle someone who complains a lot?
2: Yeah, I would have thought so. I think it would, ha- as you say, though, I think the, the problem is, because my, my thought first, round, so if it's someone who seems to be doing this a lot and they're, they're continually or consistently complaining, that the chances of them knowing that they're doing it, I would have thought, it's pretty slim. Because I think mm. everybody would can see. Yeah, if you had if you had a room full of a hundred people and said, "Put your hand up if this is annoying." That everyone would put their hand up, and yet there's bound to be at least one person in that room who fits that description. <laughs> um, so I'm, I think I'm wondering if the first step would actually be making them aware of the fact that it's coming across as being mm. all negative all of the time, because mm. they, they may not know that that's the case.
0: Because I have acquaintances that I dread asking them how's it going or how are you doing because I know it's going to be a barrage of absolutely life is horrible and I don't really want to deal with it and that I mean as a coach or as a psychologist or what, then yes it's my
2: responsibility to help them with that but if mm-hmm. you're my friend no don't do that to me it's hard as well I guess isn't it because if it the for, from a friend's point of view, like if somebody comes to you professionally with a string of complaints or issues or problems, they are expecting you to come back with something fixy. Whereas right. the friend does it, the expectation is that you will possibly just listen and let them vent and kind of go, oh, you, you know, and, and that's that's yeah. it. So if you come back with anything else, I think to, to your point, Broly, what you were saying about it being slightly more awkward in a personal context, mm-hmm. for me, I think that's why. It's because... Mm-hmm. First of all, you can't speak on behalf of the greater good. If, if you're sort of telling them something, it's because it annoys you. <laughs> That's it, um, which is uncomfortable. And then there's that issue with what response do this, does this person actually want from me? And am I willing to give them that response? I've asked that question. I've said to people, are you looking to
0: vent or are you looking to solve? And,
3: and sometimes the
0: people was? say both. And sometimes yeah. they say solve. I've never had someone just come back and say, I just want to vent because you know i'm not a therapist <laughs> qualified but it's not what i do uh,
1: yeah I, I sometimes it is when, when they want want to uh, yeah I, I, I find it very challenging on a, on a personal level and often i just remove myself from those situations because there's nothing i can give you and you just bumming me out so you know what just going to avoid the situation and hello oh no look at the time i've got a dash it's not it's maybe that's not very noble but it's <laughs> it, there's just there's not enough time in this world to 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 be around that, that position sometimes and it's, it's not very loving or giving or i don't know what the word is nurturing maybe i don't know <laughs> maybe i'm a bad person um but it's um i think sometimes you, you you can do what you can and maybe try once or twice but if it becomes a repetitive almost chronic condition that that's all they want to do and it's they complaining about the government and it doesn't matter what color the government is whether in, in the u.s terms it's red or blue they still complain well did you vote no well there's your problem so but um so yeah i don't i don't for me it's uh, it's easier in a work environment if you could talk to someone and they're willing to take that conversation on board around where you are and why why they're complaining. And have you, you complained, but have you done anything about it? You're complaining about the potholes, but have you actually reported it to the authority that fixes potholes? No. Well, then stop complaining. Mm-hmm. So I think people can help themselves sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then maybe you just need to let them carry on on their own way because you're not going to help them improve.
0: I know for me, whether I, help you know somewhat on a personal level if someone's complaining and unhappy and that's a consistent thing whether or not I stand in there and kind of give them that space or whether I remove myself from it depends upon how I'm feeling if do I have the extra energy the extra bandwidth to be there for them because you know I get it sometimes life is awful and I was going to use a harsher word than that but and sometimes you just need to be able to like talk to somebody about it and that's fine if I have the bandwidth to handle that so I think how you handle someone complaining depends upon your bandwidth too. Hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've definitely unfriended people on Facebook as I did not have the resources to deal with what they were venting, hmm. and it was very clear to me. And it was an actual in person friend, so later on we reconnected, and they're like, "What's going on?" I said, "I was not dealing well with what you're posting. I owned that, and I felt like that." is the only reason that we maintain the relationship fun um, on a business setting it feels like this is a skill this i you know negative identification of something going on is a skill where can we use this effectively mm. and we bring in the whole six thinking hats metaphor and help them go look i don't always have to wear the black hat i can also wear some of the other hats mm. or you know what we do value those inputs right now is not the right context the timing etc yeah so can we redirect that and reframe it as no this is really a useful skill now is just not the right time hmm.
0: arena you
2: have any last thoughts you want to throw out there before i have to wrap us up um I got so engrossed there in what, in what Wayne was saying, I lost track of everything I was thinking <laughs> prior to that. So no, I don't think so. I, think, I don't think I could be of any, any further use. Yeah, so it sounds like to me, what we're saying basically is pay attention to your own bandwidth,
0: so that someone isn't dragging you under with them. It's like being a lifeguard. If someone starts climbing on you, swim down to get away from them. The same holds here. If someone is dragging you down, you need to be able to protect yourself. If you have the bandwidth offer, either are you looking to vent? Are you looking for solutions? This is in the personal setting. And in a professional setting, we're saying, hey, you need to pull somebody aside and have a professional conversation with them and offer them that feedback. Um, if you're in a position to do so, don't just allow someone to, to be that squeaky wheel that isn't coming up with solutions because that's what we're looking for is if there's a problem, let's solve it. So thanks so much for joining me today for this Quick Hits. I appreciate it. I enjoyed the conversation immensely. I can talk and we'll do it again soon. <laughs> thanks. Cheers, Robin.
2: Um, bye.